Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text Hope NY in New York. Welcome into the KSR Football Podcast presented by Justice Dental. I'm Nick Roush. Happy to be joined by Drew Franklin and Freddie Maggard. Adam Luckett running a little bit behind, so we've got a double dose of Freddie. And we have a lot to discuss because it's week. Zero football is officially here, and I'm oh so happy, so so happy about it. Uh, we've got a lot on the slate today, but Drew, I went to the Louisville kickoff luncheon today, and I love that luncheons. This is like our final rite of passage before football season officially gets underway, and I'm I'm so happy we're here. Yeah, it's like when you uh, get to that luncheon and you taste those green beans and that rubbery chicken, you know that kickoff is just right around the corner. So I'm glad you were there to be a part of that, and. Uh, Reading up on what you said, I look like Stoops had a little swag in the Jefferson County today, so I'm excited to hear about your afternoon. Oh, we're going to talk about that. Uh, we had an exciting kickoff to the Kroger KSR Game of the Week and the final preseason scrimmage. Before we get into a little bit of shenanigans, I do want to remind you about our friends at Justice Denim because they're longtime partners with the KSR Football Podcast. We could not do it without them. And you can't really get your teeth done the way you need them to be done unless you're going to Justice Dental. First and foremost, they've got two very convenient locations in Lexington. You know them by heart by now. One on Blazer, one on Wellington. 
So on the east side of town, you get on the south side of town, and they're just your one-stop shop for, for all your dental needs. Whether you just need your basic cleanings, whether you've got cavity fillings, caps, something's gone wrong, or maybe you want to really treat yourself, get that smile upgraded with some veneers, some whitenings, or uh, I don't know, maybe you do the little Invisalign like Drew Franklin. Justice Dental, they've got you covered from your molars to your front teeth. Restore your smile and confidence with Justice Dental. Give them a call. At 859-543-0700. Or you can text that number to set up your appointment. Um, you can also visit them online at justicedental.com. Can they get your kid's teeth to come in? That's what I really need Justice Dental to come for. I've got a teething baby, and it's not fun, Freddie. It's not fun for anyone in the family. Right no, now. no, it's not. I got a question for you guys. Yep. So, my glasses. I love the, what's it called when you got the bottom that's stronger than the top, the Bifocals. Yeah. Yes. I love the way these things see, right? But these are VA glasses. The VA is not exactly known for fashion. These are really, really old man glasses or they're kind of cool glasses. I don't know what to make of them. What, what's the, what's the, what's the, uh, the call there, guys? I, th- I think you, you wear them well. I, I noticed before we started the show, as soon as I sat down, that you're rocking these new stylish glasses. You know, eventually everything, even old stuff, it all comes back around. Everything gets cool again. And yeah. I, I think you're timing it just right. Perfect. Yeah, and the other thing too, Freddie, the new thing now is like um, <clears throat> almost like transparent glasses, you know, where like even the sides. And so I feel like you're, you're, you're as Drew said, uh, you're hitting it at the right time. I thought those were some fancy blue light glasses. So I don't know. We can put it up to the chat. I mean, yeah, we got we yeah. got a whole audience listening that's able to to give yeah. us some feedback. So, so the army's really not known for issuing uh, sexy glasses. So uh, I, I was just wondering about these because you know my fashion style. My daughter summed up my fashion style the best. She said I uh, dress like a PE teacher. So uh, <laughs> sweats, hoodies, you know that kind of stuff. So I don't I don't have a style. Well, Jared loves the glasses, and uh, Rick says they look fine, which I think fine. I think he means like they look fine. But yeah, I love the, the bottom top thing you hear. Mm-hmm. Freddie, you get, to, you get to a point where not everybody, but you're lucky enough that you're not, you're not following your leading. You're not worried about what glasses are cool because the moment you put on glasses, you yourself make them cool yeah. and everyone else goes and buy them. So you're a trendsetter, not trying to keep up with the trend. So I think – Maybe next week, Luckett and Roush, we'll all have them on. You know, Drew, when, when I walk through the VA, and I love the place, they take great care of me at the Lexington VA, I got a little swagger to me. You know, a lot of it's because of these glasses that they give me, and, you know, I'm one of the younger people there walking the hall, so, you know, I got a little, little, little step in me when I'm walking through the VA, so <laughs> these glasses just make it jump. But I see a young panther behind those glasses too. A lot of youth. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I loved that you got your Permian Panther jersey just in time for the start of you football like that? season. I love that. Wanted, I I've love... wanted one my whole life, and I said, you know what? F it. I'm getting one, baby. And I Bo- did. Booby Maggard in the house. <laughs> you, you, but you got to see. We had an exciting start kickoff weekend to high school football season and freddie it was one of those things friday night it was absolutely gorgeous here in jefferson county as mark stoops like to say he said jefferson county did not say louisville but it was beautiful here there was a lot of fun games but freddie in all of our years doing the kroger ksr game of the week 
I feel like we've hit the nail on the head perfectly a few times, but sometimes we just it's hard to predict what's going to be a good game, what's going to be the one that's explosive. We opened with Douglas North Harden back when Bell Wright and Jordan Lovett and all those guys were playing, and that produced fireworks. But this one might have been the most exciting game that we've ever covered in our three or four years of doing this. You know, I just had a feeling, you know, the process of picking these games is too long to really get into here, and it's a corporate secret, by the way. But, you know, I I just felt that – the interest had built up on uh, Cutter Bowley, and it'd be great to see him in action as we see on the screen here. But I thought that the addition of Brady Brady Hensley would be a game changer for LCA, and it turned out that was kind of the case. But you can't take enough, nothing away from Deuce Bailey, the quarterback at Bowling Green. You know, I was at I was I was at both games at WKU. I saw Bull County beat the Indiana team, and then LCA and and Bowling Green. Uh, I would hate to be a Mr. Football voter this year because I saw five players that could could easily have my vote just on that one night. So, to me, <clears throat> that game was great. It was exciting offense. I chased Couch, impressed me, Tim's son. Uh, but to me, something jumped out as, as I take a step back on Monday. Teams, players, and coaches. You know, I jokingly say football state, which high school-wise, Kentucky is a football state. But I, I, the jump, the improvement – the level of teams, I mean, there's some quality teams. You know, take Drew's Douglas team aside from what happened, but there are some quality teams in Kentucky with quality coaches, and there's some star power this year. There's some dudes going to roll up some significant numbers, and I saw five of them on, on Saturday that just wowed me. So I, I don't have a vote. I don't want to vote, but it would be very, very difficult to handicap Mr. Football as we sit after week one. I love, too, that we, we had Bowley's insane stat line, but Hensley, it was something like six touchdowns, 400 rushing yards, uh, two receiving, four rushing touchdowns. The kid from Harrison County, he ha- he racked up a gajillion yards. But in, in this opener, though, I, I just love when high school games kind of lose their minds there for a little bit because we saw Cutter Bowley staying in the pocket, take a shot, deliver a ball downfield for, I don't know, 60-plus-odd yards. There's only four minutes left in the game when he completes his pass. That it looks like the go-ahead game winner, right? Like buying time, buying time, drops a bomb, and you think like, okay, well that's it, that's going to do it, that's all she wrote. And we still had two more scores left in this game, Drew. I don't know what it is about some of these high school football games. I don't know how they go to banana land, but it was good to see. It's fun to see it happen that quickly, and that Bowie never lost his composure throughout all that process. Yeah, to your point about it just being a shootout that wouldn't end, I didn't know the results uh, when I watched this highlight reel that that Steven made for everyone. So I feel like I'm just watching a sped-up version, and he throws what I thought was the last touchdown, and there's three minutes left in the video, so I assume there was like a post-game interview. But no, Bowling Green scores right back, then LCA scores again, then Bowling Green scores, then LCA. So it was like just a wild, wild, wild ending, and you didn't really want either team to lose, but it's just one of those games where whoever had it with the least amount of time left when they scored, it was over. But a little more time, and Deuce Bailey, I think, goes right the other way, and they win. Uh, Bowling Green wins it. So crazy shootout. The game started, uh, I'm looking here, uh, the first uh, uh, Bowling Green returned the first kickoff 90 yards for a touchdown. <laughs> LCA took four plays and scored a touchdown. It was seven to seven. You know, the Bull County game, I've never seen this before. Back to back games, Bull County, Indiana, and then LCA Bowling Green. Their first score ran 15 seconds off the clock. 
<laughs> so Bull County scored on an 80-yard shuttle pass on the first play of the game. And then Bowling Green ran a touchdown back on the kickoff. And it was just – it was just – it was very exciting to see. And I, I want to credit Stephen and Piper for doing a great job of covering it because there's been a lot of eyes on it. And uh, it's a good show for everybody involved, Kroger, KSR, and, the, and obviously the, the participating teams. I, uh, I love the fact, too, that I know it's a small sample size, but Cutter did not – particularly play well last year I know a lot of that had to do with injuries and playing a tough schedule but when you've got all eyes on you when you're the future Kentucky quarterback four-star guy there's a lot of pressure and look at he 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 delivered he delivered in his first game against the team to beat in 5a and you know what he's gonna have to keep delivering because they play a bunch of teams that were at Kroger Field on the last weekend of the season to, to open up this upcoming season yeah, we need to do some um, investigative journalism because was Cutter or Bully drinking a Mountain Dew on the sideline? Uh, Thank you for call? asking that. <laughs> I mean, uh, did he play for? Uh, I mean, soon to be my Bullities char- or local Bullities Chargers, but I mean, he's wearing the wrong jersey. I mean, that is <laughs> what, what is going on there? What is she? What, what is he drinking? My <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, what is going on? Somebody. We need to. Uh, we need to uh, get Zach on the case or something. Someone needs to write a story about this, but. Yeah, I think you all kind of hit on everything. You saw the, I think you saw the wow throws with Cutter. What he could do stretching the, the, the football vertically down the field, uh, and they were challenged by a really good team here. And LCA found a way to win the game. Uh, the tailback was just incredible from what I saw. I wasn't there at the game, Freddie and Stephen can speak to that more. But just an incredible game and a really really fun football game. Nick, I, kind of like for me, it like the first game I really thought of was. Mel Trinity back when Bush versus Brom. I mean, they kind of had that kind of feel to it, where it was just back right. and forth, helter skelter, the entire the entire night. I mean, it's going to be hard for a game to match that one's kind of excitement. I think for the rest of the season. I've yeah, seen no. two quarterbacks <clears throat> when Cutter Bowley was warming up. The crowds from both sides came to where they could watch him just warm up, and the pictures and, and the buzz of him pregame. I've seen that one time and in 30, 40 years watching this. And that was at Leslie County when Tim Couch played. That same kind of buzz when he when he got out on the field and just started throwing the football around, the whole environment in the stadium changed and all eyes were on him. It was pretty cool. It, it was uh, an exciting opening week. Uh, the Smith Twins, uh, ceremoniously, they, they got cleared with, I don't know, four hours to spare or whatever it felt like. Uh, they, they learned just before kickoff they were going to be able to play the four-star brothers at Corbin, and they opened the year with a bang, uh, and they've got a couple of big games on their schedule. I know uh, Lexcath is coming down later this year, and they got a couple more. It's unfortunate that we don't have uh, Corbin versus Boyle uh, in the regular season, but I know a lot of folks will be keeping a close eye on them. Uh, Willie Rodriguez, another Kentucky commit, he opened the year on the third play with like a 60-yard touchdown, and uh, it was – like some of these future UK guys, it's just you feel you feel for some of the ones they're playing for. Some of these safeties that are going to have to try to tackle Willie Rodriguez. I mean, just good luck, good luck. Uh, same thing with this with those offensive linemen trying to block the Smith brothers. I mean, those guys just look like they're playing a different sport out there in Class Three A. So uh, th- there's a lot of reasons to be excited. If you're a Kentucky football fan in the state, you want to see the future. You can do that on Friday nights this fall. Yeah, and, and there's a there's theme coming up. There's a theme to the Kroger KSR games of the week early in the season. We're, we're, I mean, we saw Cutter Bowley and yep. 
We're Adam, your your guys up Friday night. Simon Kenton at Woodford County. So uh, I know you like him a lot. So we're, we're yeah. all eyes will be on him Friday night. So and then the next week we may we may see another or may see another two down the line. So Ooh. you never know. Yeah. And Freddie's talking about Ada Sell, offensive yeah. lineman there at Simon Kenton. Really good player there, I think. So I think that was it's more of the underrated I think players in Kentucky's class right now. And they get a Woodford County team, just lost a tough one to Bullet East uh, there in Mercer County last week. That was another really fun game, kind of back and forth. Um, so that should, that should be some fun football up there in Northern Kentucky. I had to uh, withdraw from the KSR golf scramble so I can go watch Luckett's boy. I'm going to be attending my first game of the week. That's how, that's how big of a game it is in Woodford County, Freddie. <laughs> exactly. There's a lot of excitement going on in Woodford County. It's the, it's the bowl game, the uh, – uh, and, and the Kroger KSR game of the week. And uh, the, 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 there's going to be some VIPs there. I don't know if I'm allowed to say who that oh, might be. VIPs? Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Some nice. very VIPs, if that makes any sense. Wow. And if, if you – I know I'm a homer and I live less than a mile from the field, but if you've never been to a Woodford County home game, I mean, they do it right. I mean, they're pack, they pack it out and it, the music and lights, and it's, it's a lot of fun, so I can't wait. You know who else does it right, Drew? Our friends at Game Time. Download the oh. Game Time app right now. Uh, they don't do high school football games to get tickets, but they do tickets to just about everything else. Um, whether it's uh, a concert, uh, whether you got to get tickets to the opening game of the Kentucky football season, no matter what the event may be, that's your fastest, most efficient way to get tickets. And the best part about the Game Time app, you can see where you're going to sit. You scroll through. Ooh, this looks like a good spot. It's a great price. Boom. Two taps. The tickets are delivered right there to your phone. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. The Game Time app, the tickets are directly to your phone. It's the fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason because it's so convenient and it'll get you into all the best events across the country. Uh, I know Dave Chappelle, people forget he's coming to Rupp soon. You can hit him up. There's a lot of great events out there. that you can get in with the Game Time app. And if you use promo code KSR, you're going to get 20 bucks off your first purchase on the Game Time app. So download it today or visit GameTime.co on your desktop computer. Use promo code KSR, $20 off your first purchase with Game Time. And I wanted to bring this up before we get into the nitty-gritty because a part about week zero is that it's really our last, it's our last hurrah, right? Like I, I'm at the, the Louisville kickoff luncheon. Mark Stoops is making jokes about the Governor's Cup and huh, never see this thing here. Like it's it's our last time to kind of get things out of the way, if you will. So for us, this is our last this is our last weekend before it, it's all out college football. I know in the Luckett household, there's going to be all of his TVs. They're going to have New Mexico State and UTEP on, um, but the real nitty gritty starts next weekend. You got a lot of things to do before. Um, the season starts before you're on that game time app, getting tickets to all your local events. So wh- what are some of the things the KSR football podcast is, is trying to accomplish before the season grind starts? Uh, Luckett, do you have anything you've got to do before the madness begins? Well, we're moving in a few weeks. Oh, God. Probably about a month. Oh, so, God. Oh, God. Pray for uh, me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so maybe do some pre-packing type stuff. Laundry. Oh, catch up on laundry. Might clean the bathroom. Definitely yard work. So I'm not. I'm definitely doing no yard work on Labor Day weekend. There's not mm-hmm. a chance. So Labor Day weekend. 
This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Again, as we talked about, Nick, it's one of the best weekends of the year. You literally get football from Thursday till Monday. Um, it's, it's all college football. It's the one weekend where the college football is not competing with the NFL. So, and it's you get the week one games. You get a good game Thursday night. Get some good games Friday night. And you get LSU, uh, Florida State on Sunday night. So it's yearly one of my favorite weekends of the year. So definitely don't don't want to do any yard work at that time. So definitely get your yard work done. Get any mm-hmm. you know. Any stuff you, around the house you need to get done before you're, you're MIA here over the next maybe two or three months. Yeah, like give the dog a bath. He's not getting one until, I don't know, <laughs> no. Thanksgiving. He'll be fine till then. Just got to give him one this weekend. He'll hate it. Um, probably play my kid in Mario Kart some. He'd oh, nice. Make him cry. Yeah, he he does not like losing. Is he, are you making him cry or is he making you cry? Uh, I will say he oh, is he much me. He is much better than expected for a three-year-old, but I mean, I'm not, I'm not losing. I'm not tanking. So you know. Now, are you all on the old sixty-four? We actually have a Wii, so that that can be even more challenging because you got to like tilt them and lean them. It's I still can't figure out how to drift, so I'm at a disadvantage because I can't drift and drag around. But that part's frustrating. Um, I think the big thing for me too, Drew, is that I have if there was anything I wanted to watch like on TV or a movie or something, I got to catch up this week or I'm just never going to watch it. Uh, 1883, we watched about five or six episodes. So like I'm almost, I think there's 10. So if I can just knock away a few, you know, one or two a night, then I can reach the finish line. But if I don't, I'm just never going to finish that show. It's just, I'm just, it, it, it's, it's not going to happen. There's too much football to watch. Like we've got a Monday night football preseason game tonight. I'm going to turn it on just to hear the music. Like it's just <laughs> Chris Rodriguez. It. Yeah. Uh yeah. I turned it on yesterday and was, like when Bowden got like one finger on a pass, I thought it was gonna be a touchdown. It's like, ah gosh. So close. We also, just to get us ready for football season, I'm excited for that Swamp Kings documentary coming out that just shows the behind the scenes of Florida football during the Tebow. Urban Meyer Hernandez years. Apparently that's going to really pull back the curtain. So it's not live football, but that comes out tomorrow just to feed those juices even more before it even gets here. So they're going to show like Aaron Hernandez doing things he's not supposed to be doing. Apparently it's what? not a good look for Urban Meyer. At least some of the reviews I've read. So we'll really what? see because they kind of folk. You remember those guys, they got arrested occasionally once or twice, 42 times, 43 times, whatever it was focuses on that a lot, but just really what happened behind the scenes of, uh, a college football run we all remember very well. So that, that's on my list this week. Although I'm like you, I'm way behind TV. Hadn't even started Righteous Gemstones yet. It's one of my favorite oh, shows. Oh no! That's oh, how far this behind season's I am. great too. It's like it's a good. It's, a, it's it really bounced back well. But uh, Freddie, I'm shocked that Urban Meyer is going to look bad. I can't uh, n- never seen that before. Yeah, that's odd. <laughs> I got a question before I give you my off season off week. Uh-huh. I'd like to know the percentages of pitchers in the Little League World Series that have to have Tommy John surgery. Ooh. I really would. But, uh, anyway, okay, I'll get back. 14%. <laughs> I mean, that's ridiculous, these kids throwing that many breaking pitches. But, okay, off my soapbox. Um, 
for me, I'm going to go catch a few high school practices this week um, because high school for me takes up as much or more time of my schedule as uh-huh. UK does. So, you know, even though we're getting ready for the game here at Woodford County Friday. Your season's already, already started. I'm already yeah. working on next week of our next location. So all that's got to be coordinated, you know. Media credentials, the school has to say yes, you know, that they want us to do this, that, you know. So there's a lot goes involved. So I'll, I'll just – I really, I'll, my regular schedule will just keep going this week. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate, too, that Luckett, he's got his preseason haircut um, looking sharp. Um, I got my weekly haircut today. So – but <laughs> I – I will say you know Mark the trimmers, Sims, I'm sure. my trimmers are dying. Uh, they're they're going out. You, you believe it, it takes a lot of hard work to keep this hair uh, looking like this. But we do need to discuss Kentucky's second scrimmage of the preseason. And like it, you were there Saturday to talk to Mark Stoops, and you, in a very shocking twist, I think you got a prediction wrong. And Stoops didn't come out guns blazing. He wasn't pissed off and shooting from the hip and storming about trying to fire this team up. It was a, it was a, yeah, it was think, a surprise. I think my biggest takeaway probably from fall campus, we never really got that from him or really any of the coaches ever. seemed like they were very pleased with just how they approached this fall camp and how they handled things. Now, we did get an all-time rant in spring, so maybe that he got it all out then. But I did, I, I did I'd get the feel and the sense that they feel really good about where they sit, what they've accomplished, and they're chomping at the bit to get the season started. Yeah, and just talking to Stoops today, um, I don't want to say the, the fatigue, but there, there's that antsiness, right, um, that I think builds, especially when your team has looked as good as they have. Because I, I, it's weird, and I, I don't mean to sound like a pessimist when I say this, but I think a lot of the sort of preseason stuff a lot of the checkpoints are what you don't hear. Um, like, all right, I didn't hear them complaining about being behind schedule or the install or they've hit a wall. Like, a lot of the stuff that is – I've, I've grown accustomed to the normal rites of passage, they weren't talking points. And it, it's not for the lack of, like, media access or anything. Like, I just – I think this is a pretty good football team right now that's performing at a high level. Now, you've had moments where – the guys are just gassed, but so far, so good. Like, so good that I, I, I'm a little worried, Drew, that we ha- – there's no, I, I haven't heard any kind of red flags that have me apprehensive about the start of the season. Yeah, I mean, we know a few position concerns and battles that are still getting worked out, but overall, Stoop seems a little more comfortable than he usually is. Like you were just saying, you didn't get the, the press conference where he's calling out the whole team. I think a lot of this, especially offensively, is just – the comfort of knowing what he has in Liam Cohen. I mean, Liam Cohen's first year, he didn't know what he had with Liam Cohen. Last year, he didn't know what he had with Rich. I mean, I feel like we've had 19 coordinators since Stoops has been here. But having a lot of the same receivers and pieces back and just Cohen being there, knowing what Stoops has all throughout camp and giving him a lot more of a leash and uh, keeping the playbook in his hands, I think we've seen a lot more uh, comfortable Stoops, at least on that side of the ball. And we know he's more of a defensive guy. So I think that's been part of his attitude this fall. You all, and I think want he, a little he, he, inside he, baseball? Oh, Go love ahead, inside Freddy. baseball. Uh, I, I've not talked to Mark. I've not talked to anybody over there about it. But there, we can't say enough of the relief of having the indoor being a good indoor facility now. The 
that place gave a lot of people a lot of heartburn for many years. I'm just going to be honest with you. A lot of heartburn. So I think that uh, yeah, that's not why he's been happy and uh, pleased, but that's got to be in the back of his mind and everybody else's mind that that thing has been upgraded because that, that, that has been a thorn in their side for years. Well, because to, to take it a step further, it's because when they went in there, it felt like they were wasting a day. You know, like it, they weren't able to do everything they wanted to do. They wouldn't even stick Will under center, which was a lot of the offense. So um, now whenever the weather forces them inside, they can just have a normal practice, right? Well, first, first scrimmage of the year at camp, lightning, had to go inside, you know? Yeah. And after that, he seemed like a good mood. Maybe it was a couple of years ago, he's upset because they're tripping over the track trying to get in the end zone. So, uh, you know, they had, they had to use that right away in fall camp this year. Well, but taking your kids to a theme park, right? I mean, you want them to have fun, but if the rides are wobbly and everything else, you know, as a parent, you just can't relax, right? I mean, I think that that's a lot what Stoops and them went through. They were so scared that somebody was going to run into – I mean, not just get injured on the turf, but it was such a confined space. There were players flying all over the place. I mean, somebody could have you – know, and I think Justin Rigg did get hurt doing that. So – uh, or one of the one of the tight ends maybe, but I think really that that was a thorn to many, and I'm glad that got taken care of because that that does that does give some comfort knowing that you can go inside and still get work done and not uh, just be completely worried about your players getting injured. Uh, it, it also helps too, like it when you've got a coordinator who's scheming up plays for Devin Leary to just throw. Why passes to wide open Barry on Brown? I, 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 it was one of those things that when they changed the angle of the video from uh, UK Athletics that they shared, I thought that they were trying to like jump cut us and like make us believe that that was from two. Like it, it's almost like the old uh, Powerade commercials where they would have uh, like LeBron James shooting a ball and the ball goes out of frame and it's like he's shooting it from on top of the stadium and then it goes in like a mile away. Same thing for, like, those football ones where you, you think they're trying to confuse you. Uh, but, no, it's just they're able to get guys wide open because Liam Cohen is good, Bayon Brown is really good, and, oh, yeah, Devin Leary is also really good. Yeah, you go to that play. I think the best part was over in the other corner of the end zone, it was Isaiah Cummings, and he had three defenders around him. So they got crossed somewhere along the lines, and Bayon Brown was wide open. And that's what you kind of want to see from the offense this year. Um, I think – Really, when you when we're talking about camp, they haven't played anybody. Like nothing seriously bad has happened, so it's going to be a lot of pro UK stuff. But I think you have to compare it to last year and just go just go back to last year. As you can see Isaiah Cummings on the other side. Uh, go back to last year. You had offensive line injuries. I think Levis had tweaked his hamstring. There was just a lot of mm-hmm. things going poorly. And this time last year, they didn't know who was going to start at uh, left tackle or whatever, yeah, left tackle. They didn't know who they were going to play. Um, and so they ended up having to change last minute to go David Wallaball, where this year I think they feel really good about left tackle, and I think they feel good about the rest of their line, and they got two, I think, quality options, at least as of right now, at right tackle to potentially utilize. So just comparing it to last year, I think they are way farther ahead. Significantly, significantly. Um, and – the, the other development we had from the scrimmage on the other side of the ball, um, last year Deion Walker was just trying to work his way into the rotation. He was a true freshman. 
Um, and now he's just kicking so much ass that they can't keep him on because they can't get a good look. Like he's just he's beating everybody. And I love that the first reaction for Kentucky fans is always to just, well, does that mean our offensive line's bad because there's so many people who are worried about the offensive line? It's like no, 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 no. Mark Stoops wouldn't mention that if he was worried about the offensive line. He said that specifically because Dion Walker is just being an ass kicker. And you know what? Like, this happens sometimes. Sometimes guys are so good that they're like, all right, we know what you're doing. We don't, Josh Allen, you don't need to be scrimmaging because we know you can whoop everybody when you're on the field. That happens sometimes, right? Like, this is not a new phenomenon. And it's good to know that Dion Walker has a turn on because I think the hard thing with these guys, especially – interior defensive lineman. I mean, he's as good and athletic as he is. It takes a lot of effort, a lot of energy to get up. And when you can dominate whenever you want, it's easy to turn that off and just be tired because you do this at camp all the time. So it's good. I I thought it was good to know that Walker's turning it on. And when when the lights are ready, he's there ready to perform and ready to dominate and whoop everybody's ass out there. So I, I, I'm don't do not count me among those concerned about the offensive line because Deion Walker is beating them up. I don't think there's too many offensive lines in America that Deion Walker is not going to beat up this fall. I think that's a little bit of the old uh, Kentucky football mentality creeping through just because we're not used to having a Deion Walker. I don't know that we've had many Deion Walkers ever, especially as a true sophomore. So when Stoops said he had to kick him out of practice and then get things done, Naturally, it's like, well, you know, like I said, is the offensive line bad? Because we don't know how to celebrate having what we have right now. We need to be be excited about him because he is going to do that to every team they play this year. Also, and you all would know this more than me, but we're in a little bit of some backups on the offensive line too. So maybe to get those guys some work, they shouldn't be going against a first-team All-SEC player, get somebody else in there so they can try to improve a bit. But I I took it away as a 1,000% positive on Deion Walker. Nothing concerning uh, the interior of that line. Yeah, I was gonna say. I know Horsey and Chrisman were both nicked up, and they are probably your LG one and LG two on the depth chart that will be coming out one week from today. Oh my gosh, we we kind of know what the depth chart is like, but we get to we get to look at the depth chart next week. Just how great is that going to be? Huh. How big? How big and bold is the or going to be at right tackle? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it might be forty eight font, and they might put the two names in ten point font. Another inside baseball. I hate to do this because I don't oh, like to. More. There, Give us there's, more. There's not a lot of fault that goes in in the facility yeah. about that depth chart. No, no Freddie. No, don't, don't, don't say that. Yeah. Come on. We know. Yeah. We know they're they're up late on Sunday yeah. night. They're debating yeah. who's going to go where. Um, I just I loved Adam. Before... <laughs> I loved Adam Schefter being like, "Or on a depth chart? What is that?" And it's like, yeah. are you kidding me? Freddie, are you saying before Stoops speaks at noon, he's not scribbling it at the last minute, making sure he gets it exactly right before he hands Uh, it to us? I don't think his priority in life is to let everybody know who's playing where and who's the backup. So, uh, yeah, he's forthcoming. He never lies. That's one thing about Mark. I mean, he's he's straight up. But I I don't think there's a lot of effort put into that thing before it goes out. Don't (laughs) steal our joy before we get it. We're excited. I just picture him like in the movie Friday Night Lights with the little, with the board with the names just shuffling guys back and forth. Flax Ford, Flax Ford, Flax Ford, Flax Ford. (laughs) Just ruined my dreams, Freddie. Oh, man. I think there's been weeks that they've just given us the past weeks and forgot to update it. That's how much they care about us having an updated copy. I think I was on the depth chart like three years ago, if that says anything. (laughs) 
Oh, man. Um, well, I don't know about you all, but I, I'm starving for some more football. Uh, we're going to get a little bit this week with week zero. I scratch that itch ever so slightly, but next week things get real. We're excited about here on the KSR Football Podcast. We'll be back next Monday. I don't, are we going to have a Mark Stoop show next Monday too? I don't know, but I'm just I, I'm I, I've hit a wall. If anybody else hasn't done it, I'm starting to hit a wall. I'm ready to get through the preseason, get through talking season, get to the games. We're excited about it. We're fired up for it. Um, fall camp's over. School started, which, man, that's got to stink. Going back to campus and it's like 100 degrees. Think about how sweaty those guys are walking to campus. Oh. Better hydrate. I bet, they're, I bet they're probably ready for some other students to be there and to break out of the camp grind. Uh, I- I hope one of the players don't get on a uh, bus that's going to Prestonsburg instead of the library like they did. Uh, do you remember that story? Did you ever hear that? No. Have at it. I don't know if I'm supposed to tell it or not. Oh, just tell yeah. it. There was a player. I'm, first, I can't remember his name. Uh, but you know how they, they, we told him to go get on the blue bus, right? The buses that go across campus. Well, there was a bus that was filled with tennis players and golf players and some other people going to one of those pep rally or you know community events where they go. He got on that bus <laughs> and he was texting us like, uh, "Where is like Wolf County or something like that?" And I'm like, "What do you?" And he ended up going to Pikeville or Prestonsburg or something like that, and went on and had a big time, had a good time with it all. So, uh, yeah, that that was a uh, interesting afternoon at the facility. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that, I actually do remember that happening now. Um, yeah. Because this one, I, for a second, I thought you were telling like a story from like the the old Freddie Maggard days, but no, that happened oh, no. recently. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, I remember it, it was when they were doing the Big Blue Caravan stuff. Where yes. It was like we're gonna go yes. to different towns, and yes. yeah, somebody got on the wrong bus with There's like a the freshman. Dance team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was trying to get to the library or the cast or something, and ended up in uh, Floyd County or somewhere. It's crazy. <laughs> It's getting hard used to, hard getting used to college. Yeah, yeah. that's quite yeah. the detour there. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, man. Well, we're gonna take a, a little detour here on the KSR Football Podcast. Uh, we've actually got a, a. We're all gonna be at KS office tomorrow for a big yeah. uh, pre football season. Everything starts. So I think that'll be our last meeting and a string of meetings and other kind of. It's kind of like going to that last kickoff luncheon, right? So we're gonna. We're going to put it all to get bed. We're going to move forward with the season. We might be slightly shuffling the deck on the KSR YouTube channel schedule because, well, um, 5 o'clock is also when Stoops likes to talk to us. So we're going to have to change up things ever so slightly. Um, but we're going to be here, I think, five days a week with new content from us on the KSR YouTube channel. So make sure you're subscribed. And also, I believe we're going to have, uh, if you haven't signed up for KS Board, Things are really me cranking up once the season begins. 25% off for new members for year-long subscriptions, if I'm not mistaken, Mr. Luckett. So That's hop right. on now. Hop on now. Or a dollar for your first month, whichever one you prefer. And uh, join the party. It's going to be a great time here at Kentucky Sports Radio. For Drew Franklin, Freddie Maggard. Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, 
It's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Fanduel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050-427 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE. NY or text Hope NY in New York. 